Iconic makeup artist. Beauty industry revolutionary. Entrepreneur. Bobby Brown is all these things and so much more. Throughout her career, she has crossed paths with some of the most accomplished people at the top of their field. These conversations are a look into their inspiring lives because everyone has a story. This is Long Story Short with Bobby Brown. I first met Michael Strahan many years ago when he was on the Giants. He played for 14 years, and being in Montclair, we got to know each other, we got to be friends. And what really amazes me about Michael Strahan is what he's done since he's left the Giants. He has absolutely, you know, turned himself into a household name, first as a host of Kelly and Michael, and then Good Morning America. He also is an analyst on Fox talking about football. He's an entrepreneur. He is a Hall of Famer, and and the guy just doesn't stop. And what I love about Michael most of all, he is the most positive, happy, uppy guy. There is no end to what Michael Strahan is going to do. Please welcome my buddy, Michael Strahan. Your publicist is supposed to be in the room. (laughs) Right? Did you hear that one? I said your publicist should be in the room. Yeah. You know what? I don't listen to them anyway. I was away with some of the Montclair mafias, I call them, you know, Don Garber, Don Katz. And I told them I was interviewing you and they said, could you ask him how he transitioned his body so well? Because, no, 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 because a lot of football players leave what they're doing. No, but they, they leave what they're doing. It's true. Yeah. So what did you do when you left football to... to you guys, we, we should have been filming 10 minutes ago. Yeah, we had so oh, much yeah. good content. Uh, I always. Waste. Oh, good. Shoo. Anybody else want to clap? <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. Since when I, when I retired, I just decided to kind of put down the fork. Mm-hmm. And not put it down like I don't eat, but I just decided that I can't eat the same way I used to eat. I mean, I can't have all the pastas and like carb load when I have no way to to lose the energy. So now I just I watch what I eat and I work out. And it's been it hasn't been as big of a of a um it hasn't been that as tough on me as I expected it to be. But I see a lot of guys and when they retire, they just say, "Hey, I'm gonna eat and do whatever I want," and it shows. And when you're on TV, yeah. You I can't. A, I don't want my peers looking at me going, mm, "Boy, it looks like he gave up." Yeah, no, it's it's especially at my age and my little body. I have to be very, very careful. But with, you, you look great. You haven't changed. I. You yeah. haven't. You haven't changed. I'm 61. I am, and I haven't shot one thing into my face. See. Thank goodness. I might you know be, what? what? Lines are First fine. All, Aren't my lines nice? Lines are fine. Yeah. And and I everyone starts to look the same. Right. Yeah. I, it blows my mind. Everybody starts to look the oh. same. I'm like, you guys don't oh. see this? Right. Well, we just have to keep the positive messages going for everybody. Yes. So um, are you giving up carbs? I, I am. That You saw that whole thing. Huh? Yeah. So yeah. D- tell, tell me what happened because it was really, it happened very quickly. Okay. Yesterday, <laughs> I, I just started getting all, I started getting a lot of messages from my friends and they go, you got to go on Instagram. You ch- got to check out JLo and A-Rod on Instagram. And I'm like, okay. So I look it up. Are they your buds? Yeah, okay. yeah, they're friends. Yeah. I've known him a long time, and so, but I didn't like what he did to me because they're on some ten day no carb, no sugar diet, and they started to announce people they wanted to join with them. So each one of them named three people, and he names me. Uh-huh. I'm like, because you're miserable, dude. Don't try to blame me and uh-huh. bring me into your misery. But I, I agreed to do it. 
Okay. So I'm going to do it, but I'm not starting until Monday. Okay. I got some secrets for you because I eat non-carb bread. Really? I eat non-carb chocolate, like sweet. I'm a, I went back to school and I got my- sound, That doesn't sound No, no, no. I went back to school and got my degree as a health coach. So I have kind of transitioned some of the things I'm doing. Um, anyways, What's I- What's a uh, non-carb bread It's or made chocolate? of almond flour and coconut flour. When you toast it and put a little butter on it, it's really good. So and, you got to disguise it. Yeah. No, not really. I actually don't mind the taste because I don't- I don't really eat that much bread anymore. And Lily's is a chocolate company, mm-hmm. sweetened with stevia. No sugar, delicious. Just okay. saying. Okay, right. so, yeah. But I, I don't think I'm going to have a problem doing it because I eat pretty clean now. Yeah. But I do like gummy bears. And yeah. sometimes at night I'm like, I just need a little little something, something. You know, something to wet the palate. Yeah. Steve, that's what I'm going to yeah. be get, get in trouble well, with. Well, it's only 10 days. But I'm going to start on Monday. Okay. Because, and, and, and I was, I saw something the other day in Shake Shack. Uh-huh. They literally have these truffle fries and like truffle burger thing, and I couldn't. I haven't been able to get to it all week, uh, so I'm going to get okay. to it this weekend. I may go twice, yeah, because Monday I'm shutting <laughs> yeah, off. I'm like, I can't start, yeah, because the burger's unlimited time only. It's like going to end on Monday. Have you ever done no carbs? It's actually not yeah. hard. It's not hard. I don't miss bread. Yeah, like I don't eat bread. Right. Or yeah. crackers and, and vodka all that has stuff. no carbs. Do you drink? Um, no tequila. Tequila is yeah, no carbs. Yeah, exactly. And that's what. What I love. kind of tequila do you like? Oh, I love um, Don Julio seventy, uh-huh. um, Casamigos, nineteen forty two Don Julio on yeah. the rocks with the yeah. lime. So okay, I don't, that's I don't how need I do the it. sugar. How many? How many is uh, your normal? I'm a big guy, Bobby. I know. no 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 because I can't just have one. I have two, three. I dance on the table. But, Ooh, we got to go out. Oh, you've never seen a Jewish woman dance, have you? Oh, I have. I've watched oh. Seinfeld Elaine. Okay. Remember that? Oh, my, so my kids call me. <laughs> I danced on stage with Flo Rida once, and Dylan, oh. and they all called me, and they're like, Mom, Elaine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was, it's all over YouTube. But, <laughs> but we're not here. To, we're here to talk about you because no, you're fascinating. You. I got to go. I got to see you dance. But I do <laughs> like my tequila. Yeah. We have okay. to have two or three yeah. or four or more okay. together right. and put on some music. All right, cool. Um, have you ever been to Baker's Bay? I have. Okay, well, we're not going to talk about that now, but okay. Um, <laughs> You're a legend. Yes, I'm a legend. So the question I have, only because I know this, so mm-hmm. it's really not a question, is that you got into fitness from Jane Fonda. Yeah. Is that true? Very true. Yeah. I was 13. I was called Bob by my brothers and, and their friends, and I thought it was a cool nickname because I was the youngest of six and I'm just running around and calling me Bob and I'm I feel like I fit in because I'm cool you know I'm cool I'm young I got all these older older guys and then one of them they were climbing over a fence and I was kind of having a little trouble getting over the fence and they said well you know call you Bob for and I'm like what booty on back (laughs) so you were a little chubby yeah and or you can can just say big old booty yeah I I, I call myself big boned Uh (laughs) uh-huh I was a healthy kid (laughs) and you were in Germany at the time and I was in Germany at the time but when I heard that man I like went home cried myself to sleep and somehow found Jane Fonda not her personally not her personally but her VHS tapes which for kids out there VHS (laughs) tapes these big square things you have to put into this big machine (laughs) and they spit out images that aren't very clear but I found the VHS tapes and started doing all the butt lift stuff <laughs> because she was like synonymous with yeah, getting it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Jane Fonda. And I started doing that. And my father saw me after months and he started working out with me. And I bought the Herschel Walker workout book, ah. push ups and sit ups and all that stuff. So have, it just 
Guess I'll get my start, yeah. Jane Fonda. And have have you put out a fitness book? No, I haven't. You haven't entered the fitness. I have not. Because man, you, I had to have one of my interns write every little thing down because oh there's you have done so much, Michael Strahan. Like it's just unbelievable. I don't know. First of all, I don't know how you do it. How you have the energy. How you get on the planes and go do Fox and come back to GMA and have your tequila at night. Like <laughs> I don't understand how you physically do it. Could you? you I, as long as the plane can fly, then I can be anywhere I need to be when I need to be there. But I have great jobs. So I don't have a job that I get to and I don't like. So if I had one that I did not like and didn't like the people I have to be around, I just don't think I could do it. Then then the schedule would probably get to me. And, and when I'm done and retired and however long that is, I know I'm going to look back and go, you were pretty insane. But you have to be on. Like, you're on now. You're on probably with your team a little bit. I mean, you can't really be yourself. No, they're over there shaking yeah. their head oh, like, are? no, you know, he, oh, yeah. he's, he's okay. his self. Yeah. I, and, and I try to be myself all right. the time. Yeah. So what you see is kind of what I am and what you get. I don't try to hide it or disguise it. I probably have to pull out a few curse words right. and um, some stuff like that. <laughs> but other than that. Yeah. I kind of am what I am. Yeah, because people always say, do you really know him? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, they ask me is to he say, like, tell me yeah. the same thing about yeah. you. Is he? I'm like, that's exactly what he's like, yeah, 100%. I'm, it's, it's too difficult to yeah. be something else for me. Yeah. But I know, you know, we we I'm sure we both know a lot of people who are great at disguising yeah. who they are than what they are seen as in public. But I'm kind of, what I, what I do as a job is not who I am as a person, but what I do as a job, I'm able to be myself and and it so w- what you see is kind of what you get with me and I, and I like that it makes my jobs easy I can just show up and have fun and walk out and move on to the next one and how many years did you play football 15 15 years and you walked away how many years ago 11 11 so the last 11 years of Michael Strahan's life you have landed the top job in TV I mean, unless you want to do the news, I don't know. Yeah, like, right. you know, yeah, I guess there's one more you could do or be the no, president. I'm, I'm good. Okay. But, and and all these other things that I that we will get to and talk about, how does that happen? Constance? I, Bobby, I don't know. Constance. <laughs> Your partnership with Constance. Constance yeah. Schwartz is, yeah. is, is amazing. And I think being with Constance definitely has helped me. And mm. I can't imagine, and I know for a fact, without Constance, I don't have all these things that are going on because... I um I when I retired, of course, doing football. Everyone thinks you're going to talk about sports when you're a guy who plays sports, who can right. who people like. Okay, and that was a natural thing for me to do. And then I tried a sitcom on Fox that lasted one season, twelve episodes. Oh, I don't that. remember that one. Which no, one was that? Called Brothers. Yeah, Brothers. that's why. Okay, you didn't watch it either. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was the publicist. Fault, yeah, not you, yeah no, no, not yeah, enough not people him. watched it. He yeah. didn't even know it existed. <laughs> but right. it was a great learning yeah. experience because like, I enjoy acting in some mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. But I don't enjoy going to, um, you know, audition and do right. all those things. I, I found that to be one of the most uncomfortable things for me. So let me know, you know, maybe that's not my path. But when I was on the show and I, I, I came on to do live at the guest host one time and Regis was on vacation and I'd only been on the show once before as a, as a walkout guest and it was a year or so before and after I finished that one show Constance says to me this is what you're gonna do huh. this is what you're meant to do and I'm like really and she's like yeah this is what we're gonna do 
And somehow through just that manifesting it and, and thinking about it, it actually came true. Yeah. And a few phone calls and meetings. And all yeah, that a few phone calls, yeah. a few meetings. Yeah. And, and when I yeah. went on live that one time, um, the first time I was ever on, I was just retiring from football. And Reed just asked me, what are you going to do now that you're retired? And I was, well, you know, I'm on a show right now. Uh-huh. Maybe <laughs> retired soon. Uh-huh. It'll be Kelly and Michael, Michael and Kelly. Uh-huh. And then a year or so later, I'm sitting at that desk and I walk out and I'm going, oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Yeah. This is careful real. What you wi- careful what you wish for. Careful what you wish for. But it was a great, I mean, it's a great experience. I, I learned so much there that has helped me in every aspect of everything that I do. You know, what I learned at Fox, sitting at that desk with four other dudes talking about football or five guys, it was it, that was amazing because the exercise in sharing, like I may have and doing live TV and kind of being on top of it and listening and paying attention because we don't know what each other's going to talk about. Right. So they may say, Michael, you're going last in this talk about the Giants or the Cowboys or whatever it may be. I have all these points that I wrote down, four or five great points, and I think I'm a genius. Yeah. But by the time they get to me, now we Jerry all, and Jimmy right? have said them all. Yeah. And after talking and I'm looking on TV and I'm, you know, I see we're all on the camera shot and, <laughs> and I'm in my mind going, okay, there's one. Oh boy, and there's two. Somebody please save me something. Uh, you know. <laughs> and then they get to you and you have nothing. They've said every point that you had. Well, you could say that. They said it all. And they I've done my, that. Yeah, those are my points. It's like that my natural reaction is, well, they, whatever they said, ditto. Well, it, or something like that. But it, it teaches you. To um, improvise, which yeah. really helps me now. Well, I once on live TV, I was on some, you know, it was Maria Bartiromo on some mm-hmm. one of her shows. And it was supposed to be me talking about being an entrepreneur. And I don't know who, the, who was on before, but she started this segment live. And she says, so, Bobby, what do you think of the crude oil prices? And I saw my publicist going, Ugh. I don't know what crude oil was. And I was like, oh, well, you know, whenever times are tough, people buy more lipsticks. And my, my team went, oh, because you have to think quick. You know, because I had no idea what crude oil. Yeah. Uh, do you know what crude oil is? Um, that's when they pump Something. it out the ground and put it in the barrel. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Well, I didn't know that I was going to do. And I said to myself, but in why? My head, why is she asking you about crude oil? That's I've been asking that question to her ever since. <laughs> like, really? Because that's what was on her mind. I'm like, well, you know, okay. But it's that type of stuff, and and you know, I mean, we've been friends a long time, and and I got to say, you you've always been the same person. Mm. So and and. What you see on TV right. is what you get, right. and you're, you're you're quick, you're smart. That's why you're successful. And I think when it comes to people who've been successful in whatever the different fields, or even if in the same field, there's not really anything that separates. Right. It. You know, it's a certain amount of drive, and there's some luck involved. There's luck, but there's also I think there's a gift just being like being able to be organic, yeah. like just being yourself. You know, we also were lucky enough to hang with Yogi Berra in, yeah. in Montclair, oh, and you know, talk about having a role model yeah. because you can't walk anywhere. Like I walk places, no one knows who I am. You know, you're you're so recognizable, you're so tall. You clearly look like, you know, you got shoulders from this. It's the gap in my teeth. Yeah, there. and the gap in your teeth. You know, know you're not Lauren Hutton. Up, Smile, I knew it's yeah. you. Yeah, but but you can't hide. But, but you know, and you have to be nice to everybody. No, you don't. You don't? <laughs> no, you do. In public, you do. And this. You know what, I, I try my best. Yeah. I try my best to respect people. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but at the same time, you got to respect your yourself, right. and you got to respect your time. So if I and by 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 the way of meaning respecting people, if I'm having a conversation with you, right, and someone walks up and just interrupts us, uh-huh. I would kindly say, "Give me a moment. I'm in yeah. the middle of a conversation, and I wouldn't interrupt. Wouldn't want right. them to interrupt yeah. me and you." So. Right. You know, like that. I've learned that if I don't respect my time, respect my space, and know when I need a break from all of that, then no one else ever will. Because people want what they want when they want it. But how do you handle those moments where you're there and everybody around you wants a picture? And what if you don't have one of your team with you to say, Michael's got to go? I'm cool. It depends on it. You know what? I take and walk. Give me a phone. I'll take your phone. I'll do the selfie because I got the long selfie arm built onto my body. And I'll walk and I'll take the selfie and I'll keep moving. I don't stop right. in one spot. Right. Stop okay. in one spot. All you right. are trapped. Remember that, Michelle? Okay. So yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah, keep it That's moving. a key. Yeah. You, you stop, you're in trouble. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, Yogi was amazing. Yogi drove me to my 30th birthday party. <gasps> wow. He he get, he gave me a call and tried, he tricked me into going. He, he told me I had to speak to some kids at his Aww. museum. And I get in the car with him, and now I see his daughter. She's like, you actually let him drive you? I was like, I wish I'd known that at the time. But, yeah, amazing man, just a sweetheart. Yeah. Sweetheart yeah. of a guy. Yeah, yep. And it reminds me, you once picked me up in one of your Rolls's or one of those fancy cars because you. I think I must have asked you to in, in, to uh, introduce me at some award I was getting. Mm-hmm. Of course you said yes, and you picked me up in your car. And I'll never get. I drove into New York in this like cool car with Michael Strahan. I'm sorry, it was the coolest <laughs> night. It was so cool. Did I'm you just know sorry so I didn't funny. take a picture. I still you get excited that, about stuff. But I'm like, I'm driving to the city oh, yeah. with Bobby you Brown. I mean, that's how I'm doing. You always it. say that. No, I just I appreciate all those weird moments. Like how many pinch you pinch me moments have you had? Oh, all the time. Like who was your biggest pinch me moment? My biggest pinch me moment probably had it, it was like it was like a, a movie script. Yeah, I was I was doing some magazine article for one of these big publications, and I had to meet the author at um, the writer at the the Regency Hotel, mm-hmm. and you know at the breakfast for right. breakfast. And I walk. I'm at. I meet the writer right outside the restaurant. I'm standing there, and who's walking out when I'm walking in? George Clooney. Uh-huh. Like at that time, I right. never met George Clooney. Yeah. Did not know. I knew who he was. And George Clooney in front of this writer goes, hey, Michael, how you doing? Aww. And you know, I'm like, hey, George, how you doing, man? You know, And we have a little banter and we go sit down. The writer goes, oh, I didn't know you knew George. And I'm like, yeah, you know, George and I, we kick it all <laughs> the time. Inside, I go, oh, my God, that was George Clooney and he knew my name. It's so funny. He's one of the few celebrities that I, I he walked by me in Telluride once uh-huh. and I was I was gum. I couldn't even speak. Yeah, he's got such presence. What a! But you know, uh. since then I've had a chance to, to to spend some time with him, and and he's a, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Like, and he's one of these guys. What you see is what yeah. you get. Right. And it was always that was always like a big pinch me moment, and it was it was literally like out of a movie. Yeah. In front of this writer that that happened, and it ended up in the article. And I was, you know, uh, I was playing it cool. Uh. Like, yeah, you know, that happened <laughs> all the time when uh. I walked down the street. But that in. I'm just amazed that people even know who the heck I am. Still, to this Still day. Still to this day. To this day. That's this so day. humble and bizarre at the same time. It's weird. It's, yeah. it's weird. You're on morning TV, number one. I know. It, it, and the thing is, when I'm one-on-one and I'm talking with somebody, like this morning, it was Matthew McConaughey, who I've known for a while now, but even, you're still sitting there like, Dude, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> you're talking and just having a normal conversation behind the scenes without the cameras. Yeah. And then Victoria Beckham was another one. 
and talking to Victoria Beckham, and I'd never met her. I've seen her a few times. I'd met David a few times. But it it's surreal because as I'm talking, I'm very comfortable talking to you. But then there's always this little kid, little kid on the little Michael Strand, little yeah. Bob, little, yeah, little big old Bob. booty kid yeah. who's who's over my shoulder going, can you believe this? Aww. It's it's the most amazing thing. It's the most amazing life I've yeah. had, i got to say. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think people realize this. Well, people know? think that because you do it all the time or every day and you're on TV and you you talk to certain people that you're not um, affected by it or you're not nervous or, or you know, it's just natural. I think we're all human beings. And yeah. even for them, when they're on live TV, a lot of, a lot of them are like, oh, my gosh, it's live TV. And when you talk to them behind the scenes, they're more nervous than you are. But when you're on camera every day, my job is to make you feel comfortable, and I want you to know that you're talking to somebody who respects you, who's not who's not trying to make, even if it's an uncomfortable situation for somebody, I'm not trying to make a moment for myself right. off of your pain. Right. And I think it's important for people to understand that when I'm with them. I'm here with you. I'm right. not here to take advantage of but you. But so, so many journalists... And I'll, I mean, I'm a journalist. You're a journalist. Mm-hmm. They want that moment where, like, Page Six picks it up. Yeah. Did you hear what they said? But see, I've been in Page yeah. Six and on, oh. on on all ends of it. Yes, I remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I've been on the front yeah. cover, and right. back yes, cover. I, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mm-hmm. I don't even think about that. I'm I'm I treat people when I think of people as a human being before I even think about their occupation because we all aren't truly what what we do is what we do. That's not who we are, the person and. And that's the important thing about to, in my head that I keep thinking. And it just, you know, about just being a human being. Yeah. yeah. Well, your parents did a good job. Thank you. I'll let them yeah. know. Yeah. How's your family? Fantastic. Yeah. You know, my dad is, um, he'll be 82. Wow. My mom just turned 78 uh, last week. And, uh, yeah, they're doing great. And, and my kids are fantastic. Oh All God, four of them are so beautiful. Yeah. That's oh crazy. man. Yeah. I mean, they're getting the fourteen. Oh. Twin girls, Bobby. Life ain't oh, yeah. easy. And and how about the other kids? How old are they? Twenty seven and wow. twenty five. Wow. And my oldest, she works for us out in LA. Uh huh. And and um, she graduated from FITM as a visual merchandising mm-hmm. um, major. So she works for us in LA. My son, he's graduating his uh, his second degree. Oh wow. University of Texas San Antonio. Oh cool. And in the spring, then he's got to get a job because two degrees on me, three is on you. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> not going to be a career student. So you got to get off daddy's scholarship at oh, some point. Okay. So, but, but he's a great kid. They all are great kids. And literally to the point where I have to say, do you need anything? Right. Like they're not, dad, we want. They don't trade off the name. They don't yeah. expect. And it's, it's the best thing because I feel like they, something was done right mm-hmm. to raise them. Yeah. No, I feel, I feel the same about my kids. So you're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. okay? So there's a whole list of your, you know, adjectives. So tell me about some of the things that you're working on now, what you're really excited about. Man. Okay. There's a, there's a big list. I know. There's, um, there's a production company. Mm-hmm. So we have our production company where we produce $100,000 Pyramid, Joker's Wild with Snoop. Um, How's Snoop? Snoop, how is Snoop? Yeah, you know Snoop. Don't I don't you? know Snoop. You don't know Snoop. No, I asked oh, Martha God. if I could be on the show. I don't even know if they're still doing it. They're doing it. I'm, I I'm gonna. I think in March. Okay. Matter of fact, you and yeah. I should do oh. the show together in I, March. Okay. Let's yeah. go. Because because Snoop is awesome. Write Snoop. that down. Write that down. Yes, write it down. Okay. I think Mark Drew Drew, you have the schedule. <laughs> so um, but Snoop is is unbelievable. He's such a cool. Yeah. You're talking about cool, and 
and smart. And when I did that sitcom that lasted for one year, we actually brought him in to play my cousin, who was a um, a lawyer. But he got his law degree <laughs> in prison, actually. Uh-huh. But he, I like that. <laughs> but he would come in every morning, and he's Snoop Dogg. So how do you think he came in yeah, every morning? Right. Yeah. But he never, ever once messed up a line. Never. And and I would say, well, you know, you want breakfast? You're hungry? He goes, yeah, I already had breakfast. I said, what do you have? He goes, Wheaties, <laughs> the breakfast of champions. I'm like, okay, if it's working for you, that works for me. Well, he has a brand now, right? Doesn't he have a yeah, – Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has his own, own um, line of stuff. Right. But, so we do that with Snoop, and it's a, and it's a lot of fun. And we just, that just premiered last night, actually, was the first episode of Joker's Wild on TNT. And we do, you know, Pyramid, we start shooting that in April. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have going? We got a lot of different productions and, and things. And you're we doing just, the we thing just, with Tom Brady? Yeah, Tom Brady, Religion of Sports, which myself, Tom Brady, and Gotham Chopra, Deepak mm-hmm. Sun. Uh-huh. We created this Religion of Sports, which digs deeper into the, the how, what sports really mean to people. And we think of here football, basketball, baseball, but we generally don't cover those sports. We cover some of the out-of-the-way stories and sports that, that – transcend the sport itself it's about the religious and the deeper connection to it and why it means so much to people and some of the stories we've uncovered are just absolutely amazing and and mind-blowing and and some will make you cry some will make you laugh yeah we do everything from these fathers who root for opposite soccer teams but after their one time they play each other and during the season the fathers climb this hill together and they talk because they both lost their children you know and they have that bond even though they're on opposite ends in one way the prison baseball team um fencing i mean we we cover all these different um sports and where could people watch it um direct tv direct audience TV. network direct tv but we've, we've we're building that business out to be more of a content type business uh-huh. so we did tom versus time for facebook mm-hmm. which was a big hit following around tom brady to see what he's battling because at 40 now 40 41 playing professional football is kind of crazy in my opinion but what drives him and the access that he gave us to his family and just his thoughts was really amazing and so that we're building out we did the kobe doc we did uh, Victor Cruz Doc. Mm. So all these different things. The company's been doing really well. And, um, yeah, religion of sports has been a lot of fun, really a lot of fun. Then we management company. We manage Wiz Khalifa, Deion Sanders, Tony Gonzalez, uh, Kurt Menefee at Fox, Aaron Andrews from Dancing with the Stars and also from Fox. So we do that. We have a clothing company. Yeah, tell me about the clothes. Clothing company, we started out three years ago with Collection which is uh, suit, tie, belt, cuff length, more of the formal side of things, <laughs> things that I wear every day. So everything that we do is organic to my life. So Can every you day wear I'm regular size clothes or do you have to go to the big boys department? No, you know, now I can wear, like, I can get lucky sometimes. Yeah. Certain designers will make things that a double XL will fit. But for the most part, I just got to wear my own stuff because I know it fits. Because Cody, my second son, who's a strength and conditioning coach who has these thighs you can't imagine, he has such a terrible time oh, wearing hard. jeans. It's hard. You know? I got to send him yeah. some. Yeah, I mean, he likes the narrow hip 
oh, cool jeans. Yeah, he Are got, yours narrow, he hip, cool? Be all, the, the slim fit? Yeah. yeah slim but, fit for big fit. Yeah, but it's, sometimes you got to be careful about yeah. it because your son may look like he's walking around with tights on. Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. The he got on but, leggings. Right. Like the big guy, oh, no, big he's got thighs, a, he's got got a good, He's got a cool older girlfriend. He's got to look really good. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Five years older. Oh. Yeah. Four years older, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, but you, but in your, if I don't know how involved you are in your clothing company. I'm very involved. There, There is not. There is not one suit, one um, so collection is like suits, ties, cufflinks, belts. I touch everything. There's nothing that gets made without me saying I like the fabric, I like the touch, I, I like the the um, how it looks, the style. Nothing gets done without me looking at it. I don't care if it's a belt buckle, nothing, a cufflink. Look at everyone because of them. everyone has different bodies and different fits. I'm on the other spectrum. Both me and uh, my my friend here, who actually came in to meet you so she works oh, awesome. she's my newest youngest employee oh yes. awesome. okay yeah right. i don't want to embarrass her but um too late yeah but she's you know she's even a little shorter than i am right i'm five foot oh, but she's tough as nails she's tough as well, nails. See, yeah i mean you know but what? no one does but no one thinks about us when they do clothes so even if you shorten like you, you gotta know, custom tight make jeans. your stuff yeah but how do you wear tight jeans then you shorten them and then it they're not tight anymore but it's kind of like um like certain cars like a big guy can't get into a car and i'm like i should just that's like discrimination. Yeah, <laughs> discriminate for me riding in this car, wearing these clothes. But uh, we we do yeah. we do we big, okay. we do big and tall though. We okay, do big and do. tall, but we also do you know most of it. Our business is just regular, normal size. I want to send Cody some some pants and see if yeah. they fit and if he likes them. Yeah. But I touch everything. I'm involved with everything, and then we do athleisure. Which I know he would love that being a strength and conditioning coach and the athleisure stuff the same way. You know what I learned from doing that sitcom? The best lesson. My first time doing TV, didn't know much. I didn't know anything. And so I listened to everybody else. And you know from business, I'm like, yo, because I'm, I'm, I had a feeling about certain things. And I'm like, well, maybe I don't know enough that this shouldn't be like this. But they seem to know. But at the end of the day, my name's on it. And so when it goes, it fails. And it's like, oh, Michael's show failed. It wasn't oh, this guy who made a decision or that guy. So from then on, I decided if I'm going to do something, I'm involved. Because had you're involved the show and failed, you're in charge. Yes. There's a difference. Yes. Yes. And had the show failed and I was involved and in charge, then I could have said, hey, we did our best. Or I did what I felt was right. But when the show fails and I realized that I didn't do that, then I get bothered by it. Because I can accept failure if I really know I put everything into it. I can't accept it if I know that I wasn't completely involved. And they probably think I'm crazy because I go to meetings that I don't necessarily have to go to. I do things I don't necessarily have to do or be at. Because you, you can't be successful unless you're a detail person. Exactly. You can't. And I used to, I'm not with the company anymore mm -hmm. that I founded and sold because I was into all the details. Yeah. I really believe in the details. I am I am so detail-oriented, and I, I always take an outside-in approach. We were just over at, at set before I came over here for GMA um, Day. We're changing it up. So the show's going to be called Straight Hand and Sarah. And we, the whole set's changed. The look, we moved everything around. It became its own show. And and, and outside of like the GMA, necessarily the GMA look, mm -hmm. which is a big, big, cool. big step. Yeah. But even sitting in there today, just kind of getting a feel. And in my head, I'm saying, okay, if somebody's sitting here, what camera angles open up? If somebody over here has a, it, to me, it's just a natural thing. And I didn't realize I knew so much about production until I'm in it and doing the $100,000 pyramid as I'm there behind the podium. 
something is happening, then I realize it immediately where to pick up from, what happened here, that question, this needs to happen. And I don't know if it's because of sports, but when you're on the football field and you got all these guys running around, yeah, you better. You're going to get your head knocked off. This 350-pound guy is not your friend. You better see him coming. Yeah, but that's really – I think all successful entrepreneurs have that, that you could see everything that's going on and, Mm -hmm. you know – which is why it gets frustrating sometimes if you're not in control. Yeah. What else do you want to do that you haven't done? What else do I want to do that I haven't done? Retire, Bobby. You do not want to retire. Yes. No, I you do. don't. One day. Uh huh. No, because then you'll do something else. Well, you know, everything I do now, I feel like I prove people wrong. Uh huh. Or not that I prove them wrong, that I kind of prove that I could do it right. because people don't think you can do it. They think you're just a football player or, you know, and okay, I've kind of proven that I can do other things outside of, of sports and football. I love doing business. I, I love the production company and, and being creative and I and, and I love the management company and the clothing. Absolutely I love that as well. But the one thing that people think I can't do now is retire. And not gonna do it anytime soon because my team's looking at me like you better not do that anytime yeah. soon what does retirement look like for michael strahan it doesn't mean do nothing okay because i have to do something yeah but retirement for me means like maybe two jobs instead right. of 10 maybe maybe three or no, four instead of 10 but the way i look at it is i am doing new businesses mm-hmm. i'm about to announce a bunch of new things and i've got to be able to do it wherever i am so my husband likes to travel he wants me on the airplane on Thursday. We come back on Monday. Mm-hmm. I I work on Thursday, Friday, Saturday if I have to, you know, even if it's just an hour or like answering, you know, some emails. But see, that's my thing. I like I get so many emails every day and I cannot go to bed until my phone is zero on the text, zero mine on the emails mine when I, I don't put get them down. Issue. Yeah. Now when I wake up, it's yeah. not going to be zero zero. But I don't look at it in the middle of the in the middle of the night anymore. But do you have someone, I'm sure, with this team that you literally could forward an email and either they will answer it or remind you or something? Because you can't answer every single email or you'll never get to bed. I answer every single email. Oh, no, I forward. And then I make her, I'm, I'm so old fashioned that I make her print out the emails the next day so I could remember <laughs> what has to be said. Because I'm so worried about not answering someone back. I answer everybody back. And if it's something I can't get through, get to that, like during the day, I'll make sure I'll mark it as unread. And but then I'll always finish it at the end of the night. And if it's something I need to be reminded of, I will forward it to Drew and say, remind me to do this tomorrow. But then I'll still answer that person. But she'll remind me that I have to do something for them or whatever it may be the next day. But I don't know. I kind of like the hustle and bustle. But one and I just can't do nothing. But I just. No, one day I don't want to do as much. Well, you'll just do it. You'll do it differently, and you'll do it your way. That's just—it's not retirement. There's got to be another word. This is what and it I don't want to say transitioning because that means too many things. But there's some <laughs> other word well, that ain't happening for yeah. me. Um, <laughs> transitioning to another phase. To another of right, but that's right. But there's, we've, that's why we've got to come up with a word that means because when people say, "Bobby, how's retirement going?" I'm like, "I'm not retired. You're not retired." <laughs> but I yeah. could. You know what would be cool. For me, if I could travel, if yeah. I can be somewhere warm right now, mm-hmm. instead of up here with this big down coat on yeah. and the rain, yeah. Yeah. I would be happy to do whatever work I need to do. All right. Good day, L.A. You hear that? No. Yeah. There we go. But uh-huh. the thing is, I can't. Um, I also don't want a job that I got to sit that is one thing all the time. Yeah. I need diversity in my work or, I get, or I'll get bored 
quickly. Yes, I, there's a, a more similarities between you and I than you know than just living in Montclair one day. But um, I know you got to go, so I just I do. I all yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. They 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 threatened. Me. Don't I'm just Bobby, kidding. Don't, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't let no, them get between just our history. No, because we have the things we didn't talk about. We'll have to talk about over tequila. But I always like to end the podcast for the people that are listening. If you could tell them one thing that could change the course of their life or their day that they could listen that, oh, Michael Strahan told me to one thing, what would it be? Wow. And it's the first thing that pops in your head. It doesn't have to be the most important one, but whatever pops in your head. Man, I I would so much in my head, Bobby. Yeah, what's one thing? One thing? Okay, the one thing I would say is when someone gives you advice or tries to talk you out of something or in- intimidates you with the process of getting where you want to go, don't let that stop you. Do it your way, experience for yourself, and you decide if it was worth it. Because if you don't, somebody will truly talk you out of ever getting started on whatever your dream may be. That experience is- it for yourself. Excellent advice. And where could everybody find you and follow you? Um, you can follow me at, at Michael Strahan on t- Instagram and on Twitter. You can follow Collection by Michael Strahan on Instagram and on Twitter. And where can we buy it? And you can buy it at J.C. Penney, but the quality is fantastic, Woo-hoo. and the price is even better, and the fit like no other. <laughs> That's right. I said it. I love Bobby Brown. (laughs) I love Michael Strahan. Yes. Thanks, guys. We're going to work together one day. We're just too restless. That was my conversation with Michael Strahan. Talk about a guy that reinvents himself and can do anything he puts his mind to. What I love about him so much is he is so funny. And he promised me that I will get to be with him on the Snoop Dogg show. So, Mikey, don't forget. And that's it for this episode of Long Story Short. If you like the show, tell a friend. Also, rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions for me, email them to askbobbybrown at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram at justbobbybrown and let me know who you'd like me to interview, anything else you want to see. Thanks for listening. This is Long Story Short with Bobby Brown, a Gallery Media Group production.